Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Agency for Agents, a podcast for real estate team leaders and independent brokerage owners looking to maximize profits, effectiveness, and gain freedom for their team and business. Your hosts, Christine Andreasen and Aaron Hendon, have been running one of the most successful real estate teams in the Seattle area for more than eight years. They know building a winning team means finding ways to empower, nurture, train, and develop individual agents to discover their own power, their own agency. On the podcast, Christine and Aaron interview thought leaders in real estate and personal growth to help you impact both your performance and your teams. We know it takes a lot, and leaders and brokers that crack that code reap the rewards of success greater than any they could ever achieve on their own. There she is. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good to see you. It's great to see you. Nice to finally meet you. I've heard about you for years. Have you guys never met? That's craziness. We've never met, right? Never met. No. Oh my God. Get up here, Robert. Now we meet. Okay. Figured you guys would appreciate the extra time too. And you know, basically, I wanted you two on the podcast because I want to be able to pick your brains and have it recorded. That's <laughs> literally it. I mean, our own I personal interest. <laughs> this is such a personal interest to me; it's shocking. And Rob and I have we we've, we've spoken multiple times over the years, you know, regarding but your business and how you've grown it and the integrity with which you've done it and the speed and the depth. And, you know, just the whole thing, you really are like the, you know, in, given where our relationship started, right? Given the, our background of relatedness back, you know, when I was leading conversations for you to have watched you come out and freaking rock this, this way is so fulfilling. It's unbelievable. And all I want to do is copy you. All I want to do is be like you when I grow up. Really, I'm telling you 100%. I want to steal everything that you have. And this podcast really is designed for brokers, small broker owners, team leaders. We're not talking about how to sell 20 more houses. We're talking about how to live a life empowered, how to empower the people that work with you and for you, how to really have your life be a fulfillment of that which you exist for. You guys both nailed it. Don't get into real estate to help buyers or sellers unless you truly have a passion to help buyers or sellers, right? right? You got to have a passion for like, I don't want them to work with anyone else but me because I'm going to go to the nth degree to get them what they want, right? If you don't have that drive, if you don't have that passion, like you're just, you're going to be part of the statistic. You're going to be part of the percentage, nearly 90% now that are out of the business within just a few years, Right. And so it's no different than being in that, you know, that just escalates into, okay, you start a team, right? You have to become fanatical about helping people grow, Hmm. helping people learn the skills that will make them successful in real estate. And, you know, Aaron, you know this, the reason Cambria and I got into uh, real estate and starting a team, starting a brokerage to begin with was a fulfillment of that passion. Like we wanted to be part of it. We want to create an organization and be part of an organization, be the catalyst for 
people coming on board and literally their lives transforming as a result of being a part of our organization. It's awesome. And, and I'll say it again. If you don't have that kind of drive, that kind of passion, it'll chew you up and spit you out. Yeah. Just like the real estate business. I agree. Yeah. That's so good, Rob. I mean, I don't know that there's, and it's funny because now I think there's probably nothing else to say. That was a short podcast. You really, no, but really, I was just looking at the people on our team. I'm like, yeah, you can see it where there's actually a passion to be that contribution. It shows up. So when, Rob, when you're talking about bringing agents on and into Haven as a brokerage, what's the interview process like? And do you decline agents or is it just throw them at the wall and see who sticks? They'll prove it. Where's the... Uh, I interview about 30 people a month. And how many do we bring we'll on? We'll take on two, two to three. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe two to three. And is this, are you, do you have a team inside your brokerage or is it? We have the, so we have you have a team inside, inside the brokerage. So when you're interviewing 30, they could either be on the team or in the brokerage. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Where do you get 30 people a month? <laughs> well, a couple things. We've got a pretty intense uh, branding campaign. Mm -hmm. We have about 36 uh, radio commercials that play a day. And they feature some of our top agents. And so uh, I'll just give you an example. We've got uh, seven agents, our top seven agents. Mm -hmm. And uh, they all shot a commercial. And the commercial goes like, hi, I'm Hannah Masters with Haven Real Estate Group. And in the last year, I've had the privilege and opportunity to help over 30 families find their home. And I'm so grateful that, uh, that I chose a brokerage that provides the support, training, and tools that lead to me being not only successful, but me being able to pursue my passion, which is helping people, right? And then I jump in and just say, you know, look, if you're a real estate agent or you're considering being a real estate agent and you feel like this kind of training and support would be beneficial to you, give us a call. So we get about four to five inquiries a week from that. And then, you know, our other, our other branding and, and marketing, we have, you know, we have videos, we have uh, our agents talk about the, the tools and the, and the training that they, and the support that they get here. Awesome. So it's just a consistent drip, right? Out game. there. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. It's and those people are coming into the brokerage and then you, you pick from the brokerage to join the team. Yes. Got it. And then we also, the, the first step is them coming to our Tuesday training session. So that way they get an idea of what they can expect week after week from us. Because if they don't like the first meeting, there's no reason to even move forward. Right. Right. We do something similar, like come check us out. Yeah. We do look at mindset. I mean, we start our meetings with what are you grateful for? Yeah. And we go from there and we talk about personal development. We talk about that. This is not about sales. This is like, this job is about being an advocate. So if you think this is about sales, you're in the wrong organization. Like you just need to go awesome. so that they get that from day one. And we won't even really sit down and talk to them until after they've gone to that meeting. And we'll have people that will come to a meeting and then they'll leave and they never come back. Right. Which, you know, which is, yeah, which That's is good. That's good. Right? They don't waste your time. <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you, um, that took a, a learning curve to learn early in our, in our brokerage, you know, when we were 15 agents, it, it was a, a race to 50, right? And, you know, so we got to about 35, 40 agents. And what we realized is because our focus was numbers that then we had a lot of drama to clean up. Like we have, <laughs> we just had an unbelievable amount of <sighs> weeding out to do and, and problems and challenges. And so we took a step back and we realized like, we want people who have a passion and desire to grow in their lives. 
and that can make the, the distinction, the correlation that their growth is going to have a direct and proportionate correlation to how much they serve others, mm. right? the extent to which they serve others. And frankly, look, that's a, a, a rarity, right? Yeah. I mean, if you, if you look at it from our landmark days, right, it was, uh, that was a pretty good measure to have 25% of the candidates mm. in a room actually register. And so we honestly apply uh, much of the techniques um, that we learn there here. Yeah. Tell me about the difference between the brokerage and the team and how that works, given it's your brokerage and your team. So a big difference is just the amount of um, the leads that you're given and then the support. Um, There's a mentor on top when you're in the team. And so really it's more of if somebody is experienced and they have a large sphere and they've got a lot of repeat clients, a lot of times they want our training and the motivation and the atmosphere and the culture here, but they, they are able to, they don't need as much support and handholding. So then they would go on to the, the brokerage side. Sure. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. And the splits on the team? Or is it better? Yeah. The split on the team is is fifty fifty, and then on the uh, individual side, if they're you know if they're an individual or solo agent, it's a ninety ten with a twenty thousand cap. Now, I'll, I'll tell you this, right? Like, I think the thing that made us successful in both respects, right, is that early on we're training our agents that it's a race to hundred. In other words, if you can if you can close a hundred transactions, that pretty much sets up your sets your career, sets up the longe- longevity and sustainability of your career, right? Because the average happy client, there's, you know, put an asterisk next yeah. happy client. The average happy client is going to ultimately refer an additional four pieces of business. And so there's, there's two things about what makes our team so successful. Number one, we realized early on that the value of a single transaction is not that transaction. Right. The value of a single transaction on average is four to five. So we started doing our marketing with respects to what's the lifetime value of a client to the firm. And we focused on the percentage we were willing to spend up front in order to secure that client. And so like, look, we basically took the Amazon model, right? Focus on market share, focus on delivering quality to the client. And then we would take market share. And so what most, you know... (laughs) It's interesting that especially agents that transition from the 50-50 model to the independent model, it's interesting because all of a sudden, you know, they hear us talk about that our cost of acquisition for that first client, often the firm loses money. Often the firm loses money, right? And But our focus has always been the long game. And so it's, it's interesting when an agent makes the transition from the team to an independent, and if they skip any steps, right, they don't have a hundred... Right. clients, they don't have that sphere. If they don't have a marketing platform in place, all of a sudden, you know, they go, Ooh, I'm going from a 50, 50 split to a 90, 10, 90% of zero is zero. Yeah. 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 And then all of a sudden they realize like, okay, Rob and Cambria weren't kidding when they said the firm Mm -hmm. will often take the loss on that first transaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the agents have so rarely have an idea of what the expenses are. Unless you, you know, that's got to be part of the education experience for them is to really understand because they don't understand. So when you bring people in, what's the agreement that they make for their training on the team versus the brokerage? So you have Tuesdays are, I assume, for the entire brokerage and the team. Mm -hmm. Those are your Tuesday trainings. And 
What other trainings and what else do you guys offer for the team? We do a Tuesday training that's for everybody. We do a um, Wednesday training in our Spokane office, and then we repeat that same training in our Coeur d'Alene office. But if it has anything to do with legal forms or anything, then we tailor it for the Idaho market versus the Washington market. And then we usually do like a six-week mastery course. All of those are available to anybody, but they're more tailored to people on the team. So it's not like somebody on our brokerage couldn't go to something if they wanted to. On top of that, in the team, for your until you've done at least five transactions or your first 90 days, mm-hmm. you have a mentor and you stay inside a mentor group that makes a big difference as well. It's great. That's good. This, every time we do one of these, we're like, yep, yeah, okay, good. We're on the right track. Oh, good. We're doing yeah, that. We have mentors. Well, so you, do you have one-on-one mentors? You said mentor group. Tell me what that is. Usually it's like anywhere from two to four agents will be inside the mentor group. And that's with one lead agent mentoring them? Yeah, and so then that, does that lead agent get an override on anything that they produce? Well, uh, um, what we do oh, is- Aaron. Easy. You know that check I was writing you to borrow for four grand? <laughs> <laughs> we do um, extra training, but they do have more lead opportunities. For instance- For mentors. Yep. I'm going to be, I'm about to send out a mail out to like 15,000 people. And the number that will be on that will be for our mentor line. Yeah. And only they have access to that phone number. So we have seven mentors and Cambry and I do more one-on-one coaching with our mentors. Right. And so to be a mentor, they had to, you know, they had to do 20 plus transactions in the previous year. They had to have recommendations from both staff and their peers. And, you know, like how we positioned or how we pitched the idea of, of uh, attaining a mentor role was that additional training. Right. But, but typically what happens is, an agent will hit a plateau within their own production. Mm-hmm. And we've showcased that the catalyst to actually taking your production to the next level is the level to which you contribute to your peers. Awesome. And after and after having uh, several six-month sessions now, on average, our mentors increase their productivity by 220%. Mm-hmm. That's their pay, right? And they and and yeah. I mean and after now several sessions of this, they're actually seeing like, oh gosh, it, this really does benefit me. Well, and the, the other thing is like, so we actually have where people can start teams inside of Haven if they want to. And a lot of our mentors are interested in eventually breaking mm-hmm. off, being independent and starting their own team. And we want to support them in that. And so part of being a mentor is learning how they're going to do that. Now, right. there's training versus there's, lead. There's crazy about that. Everyone aspires to leadership, Right. And, you know, like there's a very distinct difference between being a productive individual to now managing others to now leading. Yeah. Very different skill sets. And a lot of them will think that because they're a high producer, that those skills, that they can just rely on those skills to now move into, you know, running a small group or running a team. And what about, oh, I'm going to say about 60 to 70% of the mentors realize after going through a six month, you know, where they're a mentor for six months, what about 60% of them realizes, oh shit, this is a lot of work like this. I don't know if I want to transition to starting my own team because it's, it's inundating. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that actually, in reality, that actually benefits us as well, because then they turn around and go, Hey, listen, I like to mentor an agent or two. 
but they they sort of realize the complexities involved with moving and inspiring and leading others. Yeah, yeah they self-select. That's really great. Yep. Yep. Uh, listen to a great uh, Freakonomics radio podcast about leadership and um, the uh, Peter Principle, where Peter Principle is that everyone rises to their level of incompetence. And uh, which is a funny thing when you say it, right? And it was meant as a sort of an inside joke when Lawrence Peters wrote it. Uh, Lawrence Peters is a Canadian economist and professor, and he wrote the Peters Principle, which is literally that people rise to their level of incompetence. But in examining it, it's what you're talking about is that there's, first of all, there's a culture and business that relates to if you can do it, you can lead it. And so, therefore, people that can do the skill get into leadership, and now they find themselves incompetent. But that was the natural next step in the progression. It wasn't like they were looking for someone incompetent. It's just they turn out to be incompetent at the skill that's needed for leadership. It's one of the things that's involved with that whole um, scenario. But that's what you're speaking to. is that, And then they can self-select themselves back down a level, which is a brilliant model for you to give them the chance to do it. And see if it's something that they do, in fact, have that skill set or they're interested in acquiring. And if not, see, that's one of the reasons why we have that model in American business is because people naturally assume that's I should be a leader next. That would be the natural path. I need someplace to expand. So to let them go up, fail, prove to themselves and then come back on their own is great. I love it. You know, it's interesting that you say that when we started when we started our first brokerage. Actually, while we were building out our second brokerage, the owner of uh, the brokerage that we had left stopped by. And we have a very amiable relationship. And, and he told me, you know, gosh, I'm really, I'm flabbergasted to see you now expanding into another state, right? And um, he said, you know, we all sort of bet against you, right? Good. And, uh, and he said, what is it ultimately that had you guys decide to start a brokerage? And I said, well, that's an interesting question. I'll tell you, the biggest catalyst is when I asked I asked, oh, I don't know, 40, 50 broker owners, what had you start a brokerage, right? And and listen, this plays out too if you're a team leader as well, right? What had you start a brokerage? And I'm going to say about 95% of them said that basically they didn't want to answer to anybody else. They wanted to retain 100% of their commissions. They don't want to answer to anybody else. Mm -hmm. And so it really drove us. It compelled us to double down on what we were doing because out, listen, we're in real estate, right? But that's not really what the, the business we're in. We're in the human development, personal development business, period, right? We invest in people and we really work at elevating their skills. And in addition to elevating their skills, elevating for them what they believe within themselves is possible. And that's, that's the business we're in. That's what we focus on. And it's so exhilarating because of its challenges, right? Yeah. Yeah. People will fight you every step of the way. That's just the human condition, right? Uh, They'll fight you every step of the way. Shit, I did that with Aaron, right? I remember Aaron telling me long, long ago, this was in the leadership program, the, the introduction to leadership program. He says, you know, I used to be able to mock Aaron's voice really, really well. Easy. <laughs> you know, you're spending more time internally and externally pissing and moaning about the very thing that you committed to doing than it would take to actually do the damn thing. It's awesome. And my initial response internally was to tell him to F off. But after think about it, thinking about it for a minute, I went, yeah, you know what? He's right. He's absolutely right. Right. And so the moment that I, I started focusing on shortening that time, right? Cause it's not like, 
you know, every day we get up and, and we've got things. You got whatever you got. Yeah. yeah we, got, we got things that you're committed to accomplishing, right? And and the human condition is like, oh, for a moment. Yeah. Right. And so you just kind of get reconnected to what the passion is and, and why we're in this business and the difference that we set out to make. And it really drives us. I had a um, single mom that was working for another company. And in two years, she closed three transactions with another company. She was thinking about quitting. So she was with us for six months and she closed, I believe, 12 transactions in that six months, right? Nice. 12 transactions with us in six months. She'd done three over the course of two Fear. years with the previous brokerage, right? And she comes in and she tearfully tells, you know, walks into my office, tearfully tells me, I put both my kids in private school. And if you'd asked me a year ago if that ever was going to be possible, I would have told you no way. Oh, isn't that so great, right? So that's, yeah, I mean, that's, 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 uh, and that's, that's why we do it. It's really great, Rob. I mean, so I know Christine's got a bolt in a second, but we don't have to bolt when she goes. Yeah, you guys, I can edit me out in pieces and it'll just yeah. look like I was in the background. But I, I don't know how much more. I don't want to take up a, a lot of more of your time either. But the thing that I'm just moved by and the thing that I'm taking away that I love and why we do these podcasts is that so that I can take things away is, you know, that keeping true to the vision of le of developing human beings that you guys have expressed i don't think there's any the splits and the team and the brokerage model and, da -da and the trainings when they are are details that fill in based on the particular circumstances but they are all an expression of an authentic authentic commitment to the business you're in and the business you're in is distinct from the business that the Most broker that came by yeah that, that was betting against you was in it's awesome so when right, I really do have to bolt. You guys don't have to hang up, but it was so great to finally meet you. I hope we do it again. We'll do it again soon. Absolutely. She booked a listing appointment. It's going to take her 10 more minutes longer to get there. And we found out there's traffic. Ah! And you can't be late. <laughs> can't be late to a listing appointment, right? That is one of, obviously one of the big deals. So anyway, guys, I just, I don't really have it. That, that little piece, Robin, you and I had never really talked about that. I don't think it's a little piece, but it's the thing that came out there at the end. I had never heard it if we did talk about it. And um, I think you'll find, you'll like this too, because you're a big fan. Chris Angel and I, we, he was on last week and he and I are working on a project to create a, just a, a program for agents like us, you know, where people that are, have done the hundred, you know, people that aren't looking to sell six more Fizbos or 350 K more to your pipeline, that kind of stuff that are looking to contribute looking for to ways to provide leadership to our own pipelines, looking to our legacy. And uh, we're just in the beginning stages of playing with it. But what you just said is so uh, foundational, you know, it's. Well, the, look, here's the thing, you know, I met, we met with uh, last year, the uh, CFO of Realogy and uh, you know, it was an interesting thing as we were talking about, because here's a, here's a guy who has access to, I think Realogy has seven different brands, right? Century 21, mm -hmm. uh, Cobalt Banker, you know, a bunch of them. And so given that's the fact, he's got access to like the varying models, you know, between their tens and or hundreds of thousands of offices, whatever the case may be. And there was an interesting th insight that I had that came out of that conversation. And what I realized is, you know, the model for a team or the model for a brokerage, they're all relatively similar. Yeah. You know, a little bit bigger split here. And when we looked at like the tools that were available, right. when we were looking at starting a brokerage, we interviewed, you know, the idea of opening up a box and taking out your training manual and your contracts and putting your sign up and all of that. 
was really was really attractive. Yeah. And yet when we interviewed all of the major models, all of them, there wasn't anything that really rang out as spectacular in comparison to the other. Some had, you know, a little bit better marketing material. Some had a little bit better in-house training programs. Some had a little bit better split like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And what we realized is while everyone's trying to reinvent the wheel with respects to the brokerage or team model, what was missing was the level of intention of developing leaders within the organization, mm -hmm. period. That was what was missing, right? There's lots of organizations and franchises that tout training, right? But it's really focused on training that's designed to capture more buyers and sellers. Absolutely. Period. It, it just is, right? And most of them are teaching outdated models because frankly, you know, building funnels and retargeting and remarketing and videos and all that shit is hard to do, right? Yeah. So what they're teaching is 10 days of pain, call people until they hire you, fire you, or die. You know, they're just regurgitating the same old right. shit from our industry from the last 30 years, right? And what we found is that the side effect of really focusing on elevating people's lives, elevating for them what they feel is possible shifting their mindset from more of from one of survival to one of creating a life that really works for them like focusing on that the side effect is they're much more enthusiastic about their career they're much more enthusiastic and grateful and gracious with their clients and so literally the side effect of focusing on them and focusing on their development is that they perform at a higher level and they have a greater degree of satisfaction within their career. And then the other side effect of that is it builds a phenomenal culture. And unfortunately, we're in a culture now, it would build a culture within our office, right? Within our real estate office. But unfortunately, like if you go to a lot of different, and I've been to a lot of brokerages, right? Brokerage offices, uh, they're cold, they're quiet, and they're sterile. And versus if you visit one of our offices you know, everyone is sitting around, uh, you know, one of our large conference tables in our open area. There's hugs, there's high fives. There's just a lot greater energy and affection and a collaboration amongst our agents because yeah. they grow together. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I think you said it, you know, we're not in the real estate. We're not in, it's funny because real estate is a thing, you know, we're not in the real estate business. We're in the people business and, and our people as the team leaders or the broker owners it, are you know, just the, I just want to end this with how you started it. It's just, you've got to be fanatical about empowering people mm -hmm. or what's the point. And you got to hire people that are fanatical about helping people buy or sell their homes or what's the point. Otherwise it's a, you know, it's another job and it's going to be brutal. It's funny. And those people self-select themselves out of the business. The people that aren't that way. Yeah. Wind up just failing out because they came in because they liked, Oh, I can schedule my own hours or something. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you. Schedule your own ninety hours. My exactly. uh, my, my business my business coach often uses the phrase. He says there's so much opportunity in the real estate business in terms of growing teams or growing a brokerage because the majority of brokerage owners and team owners are mailing it in, right? So I finally asked him, what What do you mean by mailing it in? Right? Well, we've ridden an economy that's done really well in the last twelve or thirteen years, right? And what he says is that when the high tide receipts, you're going to see a lot of people that are uh, out in the water touting a big game and they don't have any pants on. Yep. Right. And uh, it, it really strikes me because, you know, as, as you lead a brokerage or you lead a team, it's challenging. It's tough. People's personalities are different. Their levels of resistance are different. Their, their backgrounds and their filters are different. And so you have to, you really have to tailor it to the individual. And uh, you know, there's just not, 
the opportunity is that there's not a lot of broker owners or team owners that are willing to go that deep, right? There's not a lot of team owners, brokerage owners that are willing to do the work and grow themselves and, you know, and get the coaching and training that they need in order to make a difference for the people that that they're serving. Yeah. And I think it's all going to, yeah, it always shows up. All right. Well, I can't thank you enough for your time. I mean, it's, you know, I know that you always pick up the phone whenever I call anyway, but just to be able to do this with you and, you know, take care of you. And I know we've exchanged agents in the past, you know, from so glad about Emily's just so Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the abundant life podcast brought to you by Christine and company and exp realty, the global online brokerage powered by top agents and cutting edge technology. If you liked what you heard, consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. Your hosts have been award-winning brokers, Christine Andreessen and Aaron Hendon. For more on them, visit christineandcompany.com.